Hello and welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. I'm your host, Mike McFadden. Joining me today on this mega episode are Robbie Silver, Lexi Silver, Mike Wyman, Courtney Mueller, and Patrick Lothian. Thank you all for joining me this evening. It's pretty clear you were reading our names. Why did you have to read our names? I don't know. Uh, It's been a week since we last recorded, and Pat, uh, since you weren't with us last time, uh, why don't you start off and tell us what's new in your life? Um, a lot has happened. None of it is podcast ready. Okay. Um, I'm tired all the time. Mm. What else is new? Sounds like mono. Uh, It still hurts when you do weave for the first time in a long time. We? Yeah. What's we? Did some bowling and some tennis. We. You mean we? We. We. Oh, we. <laughs> Nintendo Wii. This six-person episode is off to a great start. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll I'll surrender the remaining of my time. Okay, so (laughs) so you get winded by Nintendo Wii. That's new in your life. No arm, your arm sore. Your arm gets winded. And I'm also tired in my lungs all the time. You have COVID nineteen. I hope not. (laughs) Me too. All right. Thanks, Pat. (laughs) Courtney. Courtney Mueller, what's going on in your life? I don't want to go after that. Um, No, I was doing some more construction work, and we'll kind of talk about my topic of the day later, but um, my boyfriend uh, came over and said, hey, you want to break some stuff? And I'm like, always. So broke a bunch of the cabinets. And then all of a sudden he goes, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. And I'm like, oh, I broke the house. This isn't good. And turns out there's a giant wasp nest in the two mm-hmm. cupboards that I'm going to town on. Indoors? And- Indoor, like it was in, the, I don't know what it's called. I still need to get like all my construction lingo, jargon. but the jargon, but it's basically like when the ceiling has kind of like a, a base to it. I know that makes no sense, but it, it's kind of lower. Soffit. So it almost looks, yes, thank you. It was in the You're soffit. Welcome. So I'm going to town on the soffit. You made and that then word all up. Of a sudden, who's, <laughs> He's actually right this time. Um, and uh, all of a sudden, bees start coming out. We got really oh. lucky. Yeah, some bees were still alive. That house is like 50 to 100 years old. I know there's a big gap between there. Wow. But like, yeah. I think where the bees own the house. That's the same What's law. That? I think the bees own the house. That, that I think they do. Woodchuck <laughs> owns Rob's rice. car. Honestly, right. God. He owns those that That's house. that 1842 law still on the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll have to send you guys pictures or have you post it on Instagram because um, it will make you uh, a little queasy on how ginormous the nest was. But we We're, got so out do alive. We, do we identify? Are they, are they bees or wasps? Or murder uh, Both. I was hoping for murder hornets because <laughs> I felt like that went out the news really fast. Um, no, I was not hoping for that. Um, we saw bees and then we saw a wasp, the queen wasp, like the king. I don't know how it goes, but it was really huge and really fat. And we shot oh. that thing. It's no <laughs> longer it? with us. We <laughs> With wasp. Right. Like, Raid, not raid, but it's like wasp um, repellent. Yeah, I've used that. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. That stuff works. They're like, after a second. Yeah. Sorry to hear about your wasp problem, but I hope uh, it's no longer going to present an issue going forward. <laughs> Same. This show has a, his, like a history of problems with animal life. <laughs> did I tell you guys, by the way, really? that I got, did I say on the last episode I got stung by a bee last week? Oh, no. You it's okay? Not your, it's not so, your turn. It's not your sorry. turn. That, okay, go on. Get to the outline, Robbie. Mike Wynan, what's new in your life? My turn. Um, We had a Saharan dust storm blow through town. I don't know if you guys saw this on the news. Yeah, so uh, a large portion of the continent of Africa decided to say hello and get into my lungs. I don't know uh, which plague of Egypt we're on yet for 2020, but but this was kind of tough. So this is one of those cases where wearing a mask serves a double purpose. Yeah, well, yeah. As a person with asthma, uh, it it was a weird couple of days. But um, yeah, it was. I didn't know that dust could go across an ocean. Yeah. But could you see it? Yeah, you could see it. Like That's it crazy. was like it was cuckoo bananas. Wait, are you being serious that it was? It was actually dust from the Sahara Desert. I'm a hundred percent serious. You didn't see it in the news. I've been actively trying to the not watch sky the sky because it looked, makes me so upset. The sunsets were really cool, but the sky looked angry. Mm. <laughs> wow. Which was intimidating because I didn't do anything to it. All right. <laughs> Robbie, now it's your turn. Okay. Well, my sky looked incredibly magical, which is what I want to talk about. I'm not talking about my bee sting. That hurt like a bitch. My foot swelled up. That sucked. But we'll move on from there. What I want to talk about is where we're staying in West Virginia for a couple weeks now, we have had the most beautiful nighttime skies, not because of the sunset, but because of lightning bugs. Yes. And apparently it's a thing where at certain points along the Appalachian Mountains, there are pockets of the conditions are just perfect for lightning bugs to thrive. I think there's actually in the Smoky Mountains near you, Pat, there's one of these pockets as well. And I guess we're near one because Lexi and I walked out of our house a couple weeks ago. And I'm not exaggerating. There were thousands upon thousands of lightning <gasps> bugs flickering and lighting up the sky all at once in every direction across the fields of grass into the trees. It was absolutely incredible. And it's like one of those things where you can't really take a picture of it. You just have to experience it and just like, sit there and just watch and do nothing and it was incredible this might sound like a fake question but it's a real one are, are the lightning bugs there similar to the lightning bugs like in the chicagoland area yes they look the same as the the bugs that i caught it when i was a kid uh, but a lot more of them mm. and I, I decided to research a little bit and learn about it like why there are so many more and it's just the perfect condition so if you have a warmer than usual winter, then the larva can, you know, more larva can hatch in the spring. And then during the first three or four weeks in June is specifically the time where those, you know, lightning bugs hatch and they flourish. And then on warm, humid nights specifically, they tend to go out and flutter. And, and it's just been amazing. Lightning bugs and fireflies are the same thing, right? Yep. Just all about nomenclature. Yeah. You guys got to watch out for Mothman in, in West Virginia. Look that up. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, just look oh, up okay. West Virginia Mothman. Is that like Sasquatch or what is that? Oh, I don't know. Just don't get on his bad side. <laughs> Lexi, <laughs> what's going on with you? Okay. Um, 
Well, we actually ventured back to Hoboken last week for a couple of days. We had some doctor appointments. Right. Um, and yeah, it was weird going to two different doctor appointments on the same day and like actually being amongst people. This was kind of the first time aside from just essentials, going to the grocery store or whatever. Uh, but I felt really safe. Temperature checks at both appointments and nobody was yelling about their civil liberties. So <laughs> we're good. Yeah. And uh, now we're back in West Virginia. Happy to be back here for another month. All right, cool. That was Wait, our... Mike, oh. how do you know about Mothman? He's a creature reportedly seen in West Virginia from November 12th, Not 1966 turn, to December 15th, 1967. <laughs> How do you know about this? Okay, not my turn, but I'm intrigued. Man, no, mystery. <sighs> now it's time to play for her again. <laughs> One of us presents a topic, we all analyze that topic, and then we decide if we are for or against that topic. Since there are six of us in this episode, and last episode, whether it was five of us dragged down over an hour in length, we decided <laughs> to cull our number of to uh, topics down to four. Uh, that we voted on just prior to recording. Um, I'm actually going to start things off here. This is more of a housekeeping type item. Uh, with the six of us here, what I wanted to do was talk about whether or not you all are for or against using the show for or against as a platform for other creative people uh, that are doing things um, uh, on the internet. And so Mike, we already talked about this uh, prior to the show. And so I thought maybe we would start with you and uh, maybe summarize some of the things that we discussed um, before we hear from everybody else. Well, I'm four. Um, I, I enjoy talking to all my friends. This is a podcast for friends. It doesn't mean we can't make new friends, but often we're talking about things that we know nothing about. So I think it would be great uh, to sometimes have someone come on who uh, does know about something that we've talked about in the past uh, and, and, uh, and teach us a thing or two. Um, and make a new friend along the way. So uh, I'm for. All right, very cool. Courtney, what do you think? I think that's a great idea. I think it's nice to know someone new and someone with like a specialty. Because actually I had talked about this with Pat uh, when we were doing our first podcast with you guys uh, last week. I was nervous about having to explain a certain for or against item and not really having the background to do it properly. So I think it would be a great idea to have like a specialist of some sort or just someone that's just fun to talk to, a blast from the past or someone from, from the future that would mesh well and kind of hype up the show. All right, very cool. Robbie, what do yeah, you think? She had a lot of, lot of trouble with pants. The <laughs> <laughs> concept of pants last episode. <laughs> It would be I great did. to have a, have a pants expert on the podcast. <laughs> I'll find one. Okay, I will find one. I would be very into that. <laughs> Robbie, what yeah, do you think? It's an interesting idea. I, I wasn't necessarily <laughs> thinking about this, but one, an opportunity to make new friends. I like that. could always use more friends. And then even more importantly, I think what Winan said is what just clicked for me is that we – almost always talk about stuff where we really know nothing about these things. And so to be able to have somebody on who can lend some sort of an expertise to the discussion, I think that could be really cool. So yeah, I'm for it. All right, Pat, what do you think? So would this be like a segment or would they be on the whole time or what? 
So I think logistically it'd probably be too difficult to get them live with like everybody at the same mm-hmm. time. And so my thought would be that like one of us would interview that person and it would be like a segment that like we had all listened to prior. Um, and so then like we would discuss the segment as like the, the for against the sort of part of the show, but it's about the interview that one of us conducted previously. Cool. Or- <laughs> <laughs> all right he's one's experimentation man yeah and so the other thing is uh if anyone has any other ideas i'm totally open to it and sort of one of the things that i was thinking about back in like the 2010 days when we were doing this through maybe hip is that it would have been really nice if somebody with a big platform like wanted to help us out and i think one of the things that podcasting has become is this like community and so i think trying to tap into that to give people um, the ability to expand their platform but then also help expand our platform could be something that is useful so that it's you know more than just our parents uh listening to the show Uh, lexi what do you think yeah um i like the idea in general i think i'm not i'm not 100 sure about the whole like it's the interview that is the item that we're for or againsting. Maybe it's yeah. sometimes it's specifically someone who has a background in like ASMR, for example. And then maybe we have a chance to go around and say whether we're for or against ASMR again, like mm-hmm. something like that. Revisit. Revisit something that we maybe thought we were against or thought we were for or whatever. And then maybe sometimes we try a guest who just like plays along with us. I think it'd be fun to explore both of those. Cool. Well, I'm glad everybody was for it because at 1.30 today, I conducted our first interview that will appear in the next episode. <laughs> and so I'm going to try to figure out how to make that work. And then I've also got another um, interview lined up of somebody who has agreed. And so uh, I think what we're going to do is probably make that interview, I'll uh, make the, the, the thing that that guy does the topic for the next show. And then in the, the following show, we'll do the interview to sort of see how it goes. But uh, all right. Thank you, everybody. That's some inside um, baseball. Lexi, right? um, <laughs> let's move on to, to your topic. Take it away. Okay. Uh, my topic is virtual or computer-generated influencers. So this is something that I've seen cropping up on Instagram and all over the internet, and they're basically um, CGI characters that people create, and they're you know doing partnerships with brands, Um, or like sometimes it's the brands themselves are creating the character um, for their purposes. Um, They're doing like photo shoots with other celebrities. I saw that there's one like completely CGI character who uh, is signed to a like top modeling agency that uh, represents like Lizzo and Cardi B. So I guess just like, what do you guys think about that? Do you know anything about the virtual influencers? Like... I guess I'll, I want to start with like the other girl, Courtney. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, it blew my mind looking at this. Like I was knee deep in research. Um, I'm a big fan of Bermuda now and Blocko <laughs> as well as Shudu. Which we'll, um, we'll include in the show notes. Of course, as you will. Um, but the fact that like some of them on, are on on and off again relationships with each other is I think a next level thing that we should look into. Um, But I was kind of looking, I think it's called style GAN, if I'm reading that correctly of what 
uh, Wynan sent over is that they put this algorithm together to create this person, right? So I was just kind of wondering, is it the same type of algorithm that they use for people, let's say like Mike and Michelle, like when you guys were about to have your first kid, did you put your two baby pictures together and swap them and that turned into that new picture and that's what your future kid was going to look like? Is it that same algorithm that's used by like, I don't know, like Snapchat for how old you're going to look when you're 75 years old, all that stuff. It just, it just blows my mind that these people are making money and like half of these articles are saying robots are going to take over like the future and like we're not going to have jobs like i so, specifically I'm sorry go ahead no you said that some of these computer generated characters are dating other computer generated characters yeah there are backstories and worlds like beyond yeah. so, so there's one this one called lil michaela and she's like one of the top <laughs> ones that I've seen. She has 2.4 million followers. Yeah. Is she the one with the really terrible bangs? Yes. Okay. And she has like puffs on the side of her head. Um, <laughs> basically, she had her... Wait, does that mean hair? Or like, what's a puff? <laughs> it's, like, it's like Princess Leia puffs, you know? Okay. Um, I'm seeing it. Okay. But her account was hacked, in quotation marks, by another like avatar. And it was like a... Yeah, it was like a complete hack takeover. And... Um, Lil Michaela considers herself like a social justice warrior and the char character that hacked her account was like a pro-Trump <gasps> character, but it's, it's all like within- This is really detailed. Doing it is. <laughs> but it's like second life. It? Yes, they're in on it. The, yeah. Yes. So Just you like were air quoting hacked. It wasn't like, it wasn't actually hacked. It, it wasn't was actually hacked. It was like it was a, it's a, it's a PR stunt, but it's, all, it's just happening in this world of these avatars but then like weird the viewers of it so it's yeah so robbie what's your take on this well first why do they need to only be in uh computer generated relationships can't there be an inner technological relationship like a computer influencer to human like is that gonna happen i'm sure there already is <laughs> didn't you see lars is a real girl yeah. <laughs> well, so anyways, for real, here, here's what I'm thinking about this. Um, I, at first I, I was thinking I very much don't like this, but the more I thought about it, I'm okay with it if this is being created in the realm of art, meaning if there is an artist behind these characters who is then creating these, in, these Instagram profiles and these modeling profiles and kind of driving it as art. That's okay with me because I think that's actually interesting and making some sort of a creative statement. What I don't like is if these characters are being created for commercialism, meaning they're being created to manipulate people on Instagram to follow them and buy products and just treat them as if they are models to sell you something and i'm afraid that that's where it's going so that's where it problems. is that's where it yeah. is there are, there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of problems with that where they're actually talking about different regulations because there's different characters that people were following not even knowing that they weren't real people they weren't real yeah so there's talk of like having to mark if you if you've created one of these things that it's has to be marked in some way that people know that it's not a real person. 
Yeah, I mean, I I would be totally on board with with, it, with you, like Rob said, if it was like some kind of Dadaism, surrealist, mm-hmm. um, you know, commentary on Instagram culture where none of it is real in it, right? Like, I would be actually pretty on board with that because, um, you know, the, the versions of of what people show of themselves in Instagram is not uh, true reality. Um, and so like there, there's an interesting comment there artistically, but that's this one is trying to sell me a Samsung phone, which, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty wild. So that's not that. Um, so um, I minor, minored in art history. I don't know if you guys know that. Um, so <laughs> kind of a big, <laughs> kind of a big deal in the art scene. You have the credibility um, to comment on this. So I'm against it. Um I the the link that you mentioned uh, I also sent over this thing called uh this person does not exist.com. Yes. Yeah. Check that oh. out cuz that's just randomly generated images like that randomly generated completely based on you clicking uh, of a face that looks um so monumentally beyond anything Real. I thought yeah. was possible. I, so this is probably a different topic altogether. I have very strong feelings about this. I'm frightened about it, but I, Maybe we can maybe save that for another time. Yeah. Okay. So, so Wynan, you said you're against. Rob, what are you? Against for the same reasons as Mike. Courtney, what did you say? I'm against in the sense of like, it's this false sense of reality that I think a lot of, especially kids on Instagram who are on Instagram all day long are susceptible to just being kind of oh, this is how real world people look and act and dress. And that's not showing, granted, you know, there are different types of, I didn't see too many different, like, no, I mean, other than thin bodies and beautiful faces. There's already unrealistic expectations, right? We don't need like this on top of it. (laughs) I don't need to follow a Exactly. I don't need to follow a robot to feel even worse about my life choices. Is it, is, it, is it possible for a robot to be photoshopped if they're already photoshopped? That's what I was thinking too. Well, because there's not robots, it's CGI. Like it's sure. a totally different thing. Now, I, would be, I would be totally for this if it was an actual robot. Like if, right. if it wasn't CGI, but like you had somebody who like had spent years studying animatronics and like you could hire out this fake robot influencer. I, mean, I don't like the idea of, um, you know, having uh, unrealistic like uh, expectations to try to, you know, live, live up to. Um, but I'm, I'm for it if it's a real robot and not CGI. <laughs> You want you want like Kevin from Saved by the Bell, Screech's robot. <laughs> Screech's <gasps> robot. Yes! To be real yeah. Amazing. Yes. They've <laughs> kind of done uh, there's a couple of companies that have kind of done that on, on Twitter where it's AI that have conversations with people. Microsoft did one, but they're <clears throat> people usually work very hard and somehow turn them into Nazis and get them to say <laughs> terrible, terrible things. So oh. that hasn't gone well. <laughs> Ooh. Sounds like it's gone very bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, I think um, we've exhausted this topic, yeah. <laughs> unless anyone has anything else uh, to contribute. No, I was but- just going to say um, that it, it gives me Uncanny Valley vibes. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it looks so close to real, but then just something's off. And so it's like the, uh, the movie Cats, 
Like you just, it's like delightfully horrifying. That's, that's how I feel just looking at these, these pictures. And I it's do like hanging out with Robbie. Exactly. Booyah. I think if they could do it like the right way, there actually could be benefits, you know, like um, exploiting models like would kind of go away. People wouldn't be unnecessarily photoshopped or like mm -hmm. having parts of their bodies exposed that they didn't in the photos. Um, and like economically, I've seen that there could potentially be some benefits of not flying people out and not having to have all those sample sizes with clothing. So just little things, but I'm against it for the time being because you never know. I mean, are they going to mark every image like, with a watermark, this is fake. I don't, I don't see that happening. Yeah. All right, uh, Mike, let's go on to your topic for the evening. All right, my topic, um, it seems like every food product or beauty product or product in the <laughs> world these days uh, contains uh, CBD, um, which is the non-psychoactive um, chemical uh, compared to THC within uh, uh, marijuana or hemp. Um, and uh, what I'm seeing a ton of around in even TV commercials for are CBD-infused beverages. Um, and wanted to get your thoughts on this. Uh, um, I will say that uh, I have a, a member of my family who uses, uh, has a mar medical marijuana card. And I've seen firsthand the value that that has. There's clearly science behind that. But this seems like it's gone into a whole other realm. Could this be something that could really help people? Um, curious as to, to see what your thoughts are, Patrick Lothian. Well, my dad, who's a pharmacist, before marijuana came to Illinois, um, did a lot of research into CBD, and they started getting into it, using like getting gummies and stuff to use for like uh, minor aches and pains and relaxation. Um, so he was a fan of it. So that seems positive. But then with any of this stuff, kind of like you're talking about how it's blown up, then you have it in a thousand different drinks and it's like, okay, what? well, what else is in the drink and who's making the drink? And does it need to like, does it have the same rules as like alcohol where they don't need to tell you anything about it? I don't know any of that. Do you know any of that stuff? There are no rules as to, um, from the couple articles that I've read, as to the percentages, and nobody's checking. They can say how much CBD is in it. Does it doesn't it fall checks. under like the supplemental like, yeah. rules? So it's, yeah. it's not like FDA. So the FDA doesn't go in and say, oh, there's not as much CBD as you say, or, hey, guess what? You accidentally put in a bunch of THC in here. <laughs> um, like honestly like that's possible yeah right? um right. and so uh but they're all like i don't know so the ones i sent over to you guys i sent recess uh is one i sent uh, uh another one called day trip they've got very hip names um and, and they're all like 60 bucks for a six <gasps> so, so if I could jump in here just for oh, a moment, I, I went to the, to the endo water and this reminded me of uh, something that I made a note in our outline. I don't know if you had to see it, but uh, there was actually a hot sauce company called Truff and um, the, the similarity is in price. Um, a three pack of Truff hot sauce costs $65. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I'd like to present to you is 
the $65 (laughs) drop hot sauce. And you might say to yourself, who would buy that? Not me, but uh, a certain (laughs) member of my family. Um, He was captured by the slick advertising and he bought me the the other ones in the refrigerator right now. Um, (laughs) But he bought me this high-end hot sauce. And so I don't really understand what motivated him to think that that was a, a good idea. Um, I appreciate it. It tastes pretty good. Um, but I, I feel like the, the high end, like $60, like it seems like it's an order of magnitude more expensive than it should be is like this whole market of, you know, what is the differentiation, um, you know, factor that's really gonna to, to get our customers in. It's like, let's just make it 10 times more expensive than it should be. And it seems like the CBD infused water, um, $60 for a 12 pack is similar to the truff hot sauce. Um, so I think for that reason, I'm against, I have no medical background, so I, I can't, you know, speak to its efficacy. Um, but from a price point, I I'm, I'm against. Uh, let's hear a, a silver's point of view, starting with Lexi. Um, yeah, so I've only tried CBD oil a couple times, and I've had like a CBD lollipop or something. Um, but I kind of feel the same way about this as I do about like we were talking about like multivitamin supplements. Like you don't really know exactly what's in it, so I think I'm against. And just like take some CBD oil and then like chase it with a seltzer water. Like I just, <laughs> you know, that's like pretty much, I, th- I think I would probably benefit if it was real, but you don't really know, do you? You have no idea. How about you, Rob? Well, I'm pro CBD. Uh, I, I tried it for a while. I ended up stopping the use of it just because I didn't really feel an effect. And I was trying to take a lot of it. That's how you know um, it's working. Yeah, right. You don't feel anything. You just totally numb yourself. But, but I, I definitely understand the value of CBD in general. So I'm for CBD. When it comes to these CBD-infused beverages, it's like a Jolt Cola kind of thing. It's like it claims it's going to do something. But I, I don't think there's enough, and this is just me guessing, I don't think there's enough CBD in these infused waters or sodas to really make a difference and if you want to feel a difference then you should just actually use real cbd instead of this soda that you're buying Toke it up uh (laughs) i'm not i'm not violently against these cbd beverages i just am kind of indifferent because i don't think they really work um so i don't know i'm indifferent is that an option no it's for or against for or against (laughs) not for or indifferent or against then I'm, I'm against, because I think this falls into the, the same commercialism we just talked about with the computer-generated influencers. This is just like maximizing commercialism because people want CBD, so let's throw CBD in anything oh, we can. Yeah. This would Lolly be like something you see water. on those TV doctor shows where they're like, this helps you. Yes. <laughs> Bernie, what do you think? No. Um, so I have my own personal use of CBD and stories that I've heard and seen um, with videos or whatever that are like life-changing for people using CBD oil um, or in any capacity. Um, So I'm very for CBD 
as well. Um, what cracked me up as uh, that one specific drink, I forget the name of it. It's the one that Mike uh, said. And uh, the one, the one review, I don't know if you guys had a chance to read it. It was of the watermelon. And she said, Rebecca, it was great. I have tried the watermelon and the cucumber. Both flavors are great. I combine them with hemp gummies and it is very calming. <laughs> now here's the thing. You shouldn't have to combine it with yeah. something else to get the effect. Yeah. You just had water and then you had hemp and that's calming. So, and I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> that, so that enraged me. I know it takes a little. So you are violently me, against then. Violently yeah, against, violently but against. I also, right. I did want to say, I did talk to my acupuncturist and I go to acupuncture and I never thought that CBD was working for me, but it actually was because you could tell it through the appointments. Okay. So not, sometimes you'd not, you don't always know that it is working for you when, you know, cause you don't maybe see it or feel it or whatever, but in actuality it is. And she said, it's a marketing gimmick. Just use a pure tincture or a salve. Back so, to you, Wynan. <laughs> so it sounds like these, uh, these waters have, have struck out uh, all against. I will say that the, the, the oils, there might be something to it, but I think as Rob said, you have to take a ton of it. Uh, I once went to a, a concert at Willie Nelson's house and bought some of Willie's Remedy, which is um, no a, a tincture of CBD that he puts in it. And I, I, I had a way too much of that. And I'll tell you, you're not supposed to be able to feel anything from CBD, but I was uh, on another place for a little while, but I'm pretty sure Willie just put weed in a bottle. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah. And Willie's weed. So yeah, Willie's <laughs> remedy highly recommended. Uh, just don't give it to a child. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much, Mike. Uh, Courtney, let's go yes. on to you. What is your topic for the evening? So we kind of talked about this uh, last week, and what kind of blew my mind is that some of you guys didn't know about this. Uh, it's a new thing called a rage room. So basically, it's a room Wild. you can visit, and you can destroy a whole host of household appliances or printers, monitors, you know, TVs, dishes, the whole nine yards. Um, wanted to see what you guys, would you guys do it? Are you for or against doing it? And my little thing is I cracked up when I read that a lot of bachelorette parties are held in rage rooms. Let's take it to you, Michael Winant. Yeah, see, when you first described this last week, you described it as like being rooms in people's homes. That's what I no. <laughs> They were like, I'm just going to take all of my old shit and put it in a room. But this sounds much more like uh, like a, uh, an event, like a, the hatchet throwing rooms. And this yes. is just like breaking shit room, which I'd be totally on board with for if, as long as I was wearing goggles. Um, yes. Yeah, this sounds like um, a lot of fun. And... I'm shocked that I've not been to one. Uh, are they like BYOB? Because then you can get really wild. Well, a lot of them do have drinking. I think it depends on the company itself. That's awesome. I think there are like six main companies that have it. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, you could like break old printers. Um, you could just reenact uh, office space. Exactly um, what I was saying. Yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's therapeutic. I'm four. Awesome. Pat you know where they get the 
stuff that you break from your Probably house. Probably your house. <laughs> you They're can looking donate. For extra Windows phones. <laughs> <laughs> um, people donate, and I'm sure they go to you know like Goodwill or any types of places that have or old electronic places like those little random spots i don't know but uh right now they're trying to get um toronto specifically has uh made a, a shed where it's a room rage shed where you can just beat the bejesus out of everything there um and then they throw it all out so it's no longer like reusable stuff that you can plummet to death well, that's what Are I'm worried about. So I think it sounds awesome. Like, that would be so much fun. But if you're just making a bunch of trash that then just gets thrown in a big pile somewhere, that kind of sucks. Ooh, okay. Yeah. The environmentally conscious Patrick. is already trash. Well, that's why it I'm is. asking. Is, like, if they got it out of, like, a uh, trash pile already, it's one thing. But if they're yeah. buying it from a... No, I don't think they buy crap. it. Yeah, it's like all donated it's stuff. It's all, it's all crap it. already. Yep, it's crap. It's it's not stuff that you're gonna win a lot of money at an old antique shop or anything like that. Or... Your Zoom is safe, Patrick. Better be. <laughs> I think right, I'm. McFadden. I'm four slightly. Right, four so slightly. I too, like Mike Wyman, thought that you were talking about uh, a room <laughs> in a house, and I, like I thought that this was like a new trend where it's like in like your own personal and, house. Yeah, like, oh, that's you were saying, like people party. are like, oh like God. oh, the kids just you know moved out there in college, and so uh, we we turned Billy's room into an office, and you know Jane's room into a rage room, and so <laughs> then, like upstairs you'd hear like mom just like ah! you know like, freaking out or something. Can you um, imagine if someone actually did that? That's yeah, what rage I thought you were talking about. Machine in the yeah. um, so I would. Yeah. sounds like a room that a serial killer would have in his basement <laughs> for sure um so i was against that um <laughs> I, but I think yeah i think it sounds fun i would love to you know go and instead of throwing like a, a battle axe at a, a target like throw uh i don't know a, a brick at a uh an old like monitor so i'm for yeah. it count me in great robbie I'm going to take it from a, just a slightly different angle. Before we started our show, we were talking about how Pat is the most gentle, mild-mannered person in the world. But we also talked about how he has the strength of a thousand <laughs> men, and he doesn't even know it. So I am so for Pat yes. in a rage room. Yes. That just I would I wouldn't I don't even need to break anything myself. I just want to sit there and watch Pat go to town just waving those arms around throwing shit breaking mm. shit and not hurting me in the process very much for that i want to actually jump in here because i want to see for the same reason um, or, or i should say the opposite reason watch robbie in a rage room because i think he would end up hurt and uh, the tv would probably be fine <laughs> and i would be amused <laughs> me too <laughs> And Lexi? Oh, I am so for. We almost, <laughs> we almost did this for Christmas last year with my family. We always do like a, a family activity, but awesome. we were worried my dad would get carried away. 
So, so Lexi's, Lexi's dad is the most competitive person on the planet. Oh, and he yeah. would view this as, I need to win Rage Room. <laughs> <laughs> so we did Wouldn't karaoke instead, but I, I wanted, I have a little rage in me, so I really, I want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely for Can I just quickly ask each person, what would you rage at the most? Like what, which item? Which item would you just like to plot out? We, like they said, we... they love bachelorette parties because they'll bring pictures of their exes and then they'll slam a wine mm. bottle on their face like do they give you a you bat do? oh they, they give you everything yeah, they give you everything yeah. you need weapons hard hat goggles weapons it's all inclusive <laughs> <laughs> so whining what would you bring or what would you hit uh i would like to just uh take a bunch of bottles and just throw them up against a wall and watch the watch the beauty of mm. of all the glass shatter across the room Art minor, love it. McFadden. <laughs> I'd, I'd want to do something um, that would be flammable. I think that it could be Ooh. fun from a safe distance <laughs> mm. to like break something that then explodes. Yes, Lexi. Windows, mirrors, something with glass that shatters. I don't know if you guys know this, but I once punched out a window in Robbie's frat house. <laughs> I was so, so upset. Yes. So windows, but not with the I was the president of my fraternity and we we actually had a rage problem among our fraternity members. They would oh, come home drunk from the bars. Brothers. I yeah. hate it. it was the worst. And they would punch out windows from the house that we were living in. <laughs> and it was this thing that we had to tell them on a weekly basis, don't punch out our windows. Don't punch out our windows. We're going to find you $25, $50. And I was so upset. And then it, one night, Lexi came to visit from a different college, my beautiful high school sweetheart, my flower of a girlfriend. And she got drunk and she got upset and she punched out a window. Here I am telling my fraternity brothers, you owe $25. I, I was deeply dismayed that night. So windows for you, Rob? No, so actually the opposite. <laughs> I think what I would like is I want to break something that's dense. Windows are just too... Mm. Uh, light and easily breakable i don't know what it would be but maybe it's like a big pile of bricks and i want something dense to break it like a big heavy bowling ball like okay. dense mm. on dense that would feel so satisfying to me and the ragiest of them all lothian the bunch of apple products <laughs> windows man Sorry, i had to do i had to ask everyone because you see everyone's under like rage come out and it's beautiful i think it's nice it brings us together <laughs> that's <All right>. it <laughs> thank you very much courtney so before we wrap up i thought we would go around and do our instant review team how did we do starting with pat um i really enjoyed talking with everybody and i think that that was awesome i don't know if our audience will enjoy it as much when there's so many people to talk but I loved it. Okay, Lexi, <laughs> what do you think? Ditto that. And also Pat could be pattier. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my notes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. There, there it was. I, I revoke my complaint. Courtney? I think it actually went smoother for me this round. It, was, it just seemed... Well, you Again, didn't have like to worry about talking about pants. I was so nervous talking about pants. I think I just needed to get my rage out and I was back <laughs> on my feet. Wine and what'd you think? Oh, yeah, six voices is a lot. 
Yes. Um, but I think uh, we're getting our at-bats in. We're getting our reps in. Uh, if you hated this episode, check back episode 16. I bet you'll have a good good time. Robbie, what'd you think? I like how six voices a lot, and yet you guys want to add a seventh voice with our yeah. weekly expert. <laughs> so I don't know what that's. You're that fired, Rob. Basically, <laughs> yeah. By the way, <laughs> it's been fun, guys. See you on the all next right. One. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, this was episode number six. As we mentioned last time, these shows don't take a whole lot of time to produce, but it's way easier to not do them. So if you'd like us to keep putting out content, please let us know. Your encouragement makes it way more likely that we will. Don't forget to subscribe. Tell a friend about the show and write a review. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ForwardAgainstPod. Catch you next time. Bye. Just old friends on the podcast who build a defense On ridiculous topics are you for or against Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense So tune in and choose a side that you sit on the fence Man, we debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars You listening now to for or against So turn the volume up, this is for or against